everyone it's dave and jeff it is july 10th 2022 you know dave here's what i'm thinking we do yeah i've got breaking news okay Start. really you got breaking news breaking news okay what's our next we're in july right <laughs> starting said july 10th yeah i wasn't listening i know i, I avoid is. most of the things you say starting august 1st the patreon fee is going up to one thousand dollars a month i like that $1,000 a month. And you know what? You should all pay it. And you know why you should all pay it? Here's exactly why you should pay it. Especially after the last two days of Padre baseball. Because we're the only guys in this town, and me as a Padre fan, yeah. that have told you nonstop this team's not good enough. You listen to the flagship all day long. God damn, it's great. Great. They use the word great a lot. A lot. Then you, li well, nobody listens to 1360, so we don't even need to bring them into the equation. As much as I love Jimmy Russell, no, nobody listens. What did <laughs> we tell you? Compliment? No, Jim Russell's great. I, I just, know, but you just said no one listens. They don't. It is his job. What did I tell you on this show the day Taylor Rogers was traded? By He's the way, let when, you down. when the flagship told you it was an incredible trade and laughed because it was for Paddock and Pagan. Yeah, and it cash. could have been it could have been for a bag of White Castle sliders. It doesn't matter. What did I tell you was gonna happen with Taylor Rogers? He's gonna let you down. You wait and see. Yeah. And now what's everybody saying? This well, guy is not a closer. Yeah. But when we said it that day when we told you the truth. He's not the guy for this team if you want to be a World Series contender. Yeah. We were told you're negative. You're bullshit. This is why you're not on local radio. Really? <laughs> I didn't know you were there in the negotiations, you yeah. fuck. We haven't asked for one job, you asshole, in five years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> then when we talked about the outfield and anybody else on this team, and we talked about the bullpen and everything else, again, it's, uh, it's all bullshit. Well, what have you seen? If, if you're a Padre fan, what have you seen in the last week, month, that makes you think this team could play with the team that we're watching tonight, the Yankees, that makes you think they can play with the Dodgers? You can't. You can't. And we will remind you again that Clevenger is a free agent, Sean Manaya is a free agent, and this— Mark, Nick Martinez is a walkaway guy, too. He can walk away whenever he wants. Yeah. And Preller has painted this team into a corner right now. No minor league system. No minor league system at all. And unfortunately, I don't know what the value is for C.J. Abrams after a month. I, I, I don't know, Dave. Maybe it's still there. I he's hope not it a is. major league player right now. No, he's not. Mackenzie Gore is going through what rookies go yep. through. It happens. I mean, I, using a football analogy, Troy Aikman was 1-15 his rookie year. Yeah. People panicked. The guy's a Hall of Fame player. You know not what? saying the Gore is. I will say this about baseball, and I'll let you finish what you're saying. On Mackenzie Gore, Ben Davis, anyone that got off to a fast start, the advanced scouting in Major League Baseball is unbelievable. They will figure you yeah. out. Give them a little bit of time, and they will figure out your tendencies and what you do, maybe whether it's tipping pitches or, or the way you like to go to certain pitches yeah. in a certain counts, and you realize... Oh, you know what? Mackenzie Gore, I'm sure, is going to be great. I would never trade him. I'll tell you right no. now, I wouldn't trade him. But right now, he's not the guy you thought he was six weeks ago. Uh, yeah, but I, I think we were waiting for this. I think baseball, Were you waiting to fall apart? Not fall apart, Dave. I just think waiting to find when he got figured out, just like hitters get figured out, and then see if adjustments can be made and if Ruben Niebla can be the magic man and get him get him on track. I mean, today he got pounded. Yeah, he's been pounded I, a few times. 
Well, I watched him a week ago today at Dodgers Stadium. Yes. And he was in trouble that entire game. That game should have probably been, if you're a Dodger fan, you're like, we should be up 5 nothing after 6. Should have. He was averaging like 26 pitches in an inning. It was crazy. Yep. And he got out of it. He could not get anybody at the top of the lineup, whether it was Betts or Turner or Freeman, out. And somehow they stole that win. But here's the thing that a lot of you need to figure out. This show isn't about fourth inning meetups. This show's not about those fucking ridiculous jerseys on Friday. I'm watching everybody on the broadcast crew put their pictures up with thumbs up. Jesus. They have to. They get paid to. Really? You don't think Grubner's going to say you're out? Grant, you don't like the jerseys? We can get the fuck out. We got Sweeney. Let's go. Let's go, Sut. What? (laughs) I'll put the hat on. Looks good. Um... (laughs) Uh, this town, look, what a lot of people don't want to hear is this town has become, in regards to Padre baseball, one big circle jerk. It is. And when the circle jerk is going to feel really, really bad is when you realize the window is closed. And if you don't think the window's closing quickly, then, hey, good on you. Live in that world. But holy shit. I'm looking at this team. I go, it's what we've said for fucking two years here. The team's not good enough, and and Pete Seidler, God bless him, stays loyal to Preller, and we're going to see more. And guess what the New York Post wrote today, Dave? What did they write? New York Post wrote today that the Padres are heavily interested in getting Joey Gallo. Jeez. Go ahead. Christ. He's awful. Joey Gallo. Go ahead. What are you going to give up to get Joey Gallo? Who's going to go in that deal? Camposano going to go in that deal, Right. And then he's going to come here and hit a buck 11, strike out nine times for every three-game series. God, this guy, man, enough. Yeah, that's the thing that frustrates me. But all of you. You know why? Gallo's a ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to give up somebody like Snell. You're going to give up a starting pitcher. Uh, You could get more for Snell than Gallo. Gallo stinks. I, I went out there Thursday night. Yes. And everybody walking around in their mint green hat. My God, it's like the emperor's new clothes. Yeah, yeah, you ever you ever see like the guy on the freeway, Dave, who's in like the mint green Mercedes? Yeah. And you're like, whoever sold that guy the car probably got a free fifty dollar gift certificate to Red Lobster for getting that piece of shit off the lot. And you you're all just walking around. You got your tall IPAs, and you're just feeling great, which is cool. If you just want it to be a cocktail party, let it be a cocktail party. But for those of us that love the baseball team and have thought going back to 2016 and actually earlier, probably 2015, that by the time we got to 2022, this would be a legit World Series contending team, and you realize, no, we're really not. And we're not really any closer. And financially, we're pretty much up against it. And farm system, we're pretty much up against it. And a lot of contracts are about to come up. And there's not a lot of guys waiting in the minors. It's a little disheartening. Yeah, well, here's the deal, by the way, on Gallo, before we close the book on him. Hitting 166. A lot of you guys will say average doesn't mean anything. To this team, it kind of does. I mean, yeah. (laughs) But 166 will make Trent Gritchen feel really good about himself. 10 home runs. He's only knocked in 21, you know? 10 and 21. Yeah, 10 and 21. Yeah. A lot of solo home runs right there for him. But you look at Gallo. He's not what you thought you were trading for even a year ago. 
Joey Gallo's not not the guy I think that you'd hope for when we talk about grabbing another bat. We, a couple guys we threw out there. We aren't the GM, obviously, but you could add right. Jack Peterson for $6 million. He's starting yeah, with know. the guy in golf stream. You could add Kyle Schwarber for nothing, too. Yeah. You know, we're guys, we said, dude, these are big bats. Big left-handed power bats Didn't that would help you. for the you Rangers, Dave. Between, <laughs> have you learned anything in your time here? I mean, you got Tatis, righty bat. You got Machado, righty bat. Go ahead and get that big power lefty bat. So instead of those two guys, you're going to end up training away a pitcher for Gallo is what's going to end up happening. Man. And that could be Mania, could be Snell, could be <clears throat> any of those guys. Yeah. And you're going to go, oh, we have a shitload of pitchers. You can never have, never have too much pitching. One thing the Padres have been pretty lucky about, which is you're going to say, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about because of Tatis. They've avoided injuries for the guys that have been there for most of the year. Yeah. We've seen Took a lot of... far the other yeah. night. But you're looking at a lot of teams, and including yeah. including the Dodgers, where you've yeah. seen injuries, and it happens in Major League Baseball. The Padres, outside of Tatis, have been relatively healthy the whole year. We go out Thursday night, really nice night for Ted and Larry going into the Padres yeah. Hall of Fame. I don't know how much of that game you watched, Dave. I watched the whole damn thing. I watched the uh, whole thing. I watched the ceremonies. I'm disappointed in a lot of things. Uh, I thought Musgrove was on his way to a complete game. Yeah. And I said to Jack, my son, and to Cade, we were there. I was like, dude, this guy is throwing like the night he did when he threw the no-hitter. He was nailing the strike zone, and he was so efficient with his pitches. And then the collision in left field happened, and it was about a 20-minute shutdown. And unfortunately for Joe, when he came back, the timing was off. Struggled a little bit, got out of it. They eventually win the game after Rodgers and the bullpen fuck it up. And, uh, but you go, but as you're watching that, you're thinking to yourself, well, Joe's price is going up every one of these outings. And I texted you that night and I said, you know, we've talked about Musgrove over the last couple of years. And we go, is he. Remember when he first got here? Oh, I thought it was a three. That's what I was just going to say. I said the same thing. I thought it was a three. At the time, I even said to you, I would take David Price over. Uh, now David uh, Price is a one-inning guy. Yeah. Then as we got into this year, we said, yeah, he could probably be a one, but he's probably more than likely a two. And I texted you the other night just watching him. I go, this guy's a legit one. I agree. He's a one. And you hear a lot of guys on the Padres will say, Padres broadcast team will say, and I don't mean Jesse and I mean Tony. I'm going to tell the guys to do the shows. We'll say yeah. he, he's a two. I'm going to, he's a one. He's, he's a one. Yeah. And their Padres have two guys who made the all-star team. He's yeah. one of them. Yeah. And, and he should be. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a one. He's an ace. He's, he's a guy. Yeah. He's a guy that stops a losing streak. Yeah. Even watching last night as he's probably on the, the home stretch of his career, you Darvish is still legit a one. Uh, I'd say Darvish. I don't know. Let me ask you: If you have Darvish, maybe, maybe in the right uh, offense. A lot of teams. Let's say if you're playing the Mets in the playoffs and you have Degrom going against Darvish, okay. Dave, well, okay. that's the playoffs. Well, I got it. Well, that's but, a one. Okay, he's the one okay. on the Twins. There's a difference of a one and an ace. Is Darvish an ace? Uh, maybe not at this point of his career, but he's still a legit one. He's probably a legit one on the Giants. He's probably a legit one. I mean, I guess, who's the Angels one? Are they calling it Otani? Yeah, Otani is the one. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, he's made the all-star team. Okay. He's a pitcher and a hitter. A lot of teams, he's a legit one. I mean, if you want to throw out Scherzer and DeGrom for the Mets, sure. Yeah, but I'm talking about, you got to beat these guys in the playoffs. I, got, I, I still put him out there. 
Well, if you're guiding twins, I haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. So, you want I mean, this drink on your face? Don't, <laughs> you want it? <laughs> don't you want me to ruin your ram swallow. shirt? Go ahead. I don't think there's even a full swallow with that drink. pretty close. Jesus. I almost made a joke. Do you think it could actually hit me from here? No. <laughs> That's you a bigger problem. Throw it right into the back of my garage door. <laughs> what the fuck? Right into the couch. I'm going to have ants, you asshole. <laughs> I ain't coming tomorrow. There's 97 ant traps. No, but he's legit. He's legit. Musgrove's legit. Great fucking play. <laughs> he did that play twice in Sunday Night Baseball. I swear to God, LeMay, 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 you, <laughs> right before you walked in, LeMay, you did the exact same play, but in right field. What the fuck's going on? That's uh, good. Uh, Manaya's hit and miss. Snell strikes out 11, throws 900 extra pitches than he needs to. Yeah. Gore's a huge work in progress, right? Yep. So right now you're like, yeah, we got two guys. We got we got Joe and we got Darvish. It's crazy that Snow got his first win the other day, like on July eighth. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck's going? On? Fuck <laughs> is going on? So I mean, the bullpen's a wreck. How much more you need to see a Garcia? Yeah, well, I'm I'm with you on that. So here here's here's what you look at. As you said, you mentioned the Dodgers a second ago. That's uh-huh. the team you're comparing yourself to. You have to. Okay, they they lost three out of four. They were lucky yep. to pull out the one, but they did. They pulled yeah. it out. So eleven days ago. The Dodgers had a game and a half lead over the Padres. Yeah. The Dodgers now lead the Padres by eight games. Eight? Eight. Eight. Got so, it. remember, it was going into that series. Yeah. Hey, after this weekend, you could be in first but hey, place. hey, we look great in mint green. <laughs> get down here at Chula Vista. Maybe Ray Mysterio will show up. So, as people right now are yelling and pissed off and everything else, and go, Jeff, how could you? You are one trying to go. Here's, here's the deal. Your goal is to win a World Series. You yep. can't say this is a World Series team. This no, is probably a playoff team, been. but it's not a World Series championship team. There's no offense. The other day when the Giants lost and Manny Machado hit like a three-run home run yeah. in the first inning, the Giants, excuse me, the Padres had a guy on third and second, first bases open. I'm like, why would he pitch to Manny? Yeah. Put him on. And yeah. he hits a three-run shot. He's the only guy in the lineup you, you fear. Did you, uh, were, you dri- were you home today or were you driving around? I was around? home. I, was, I watched everything. I, I tell you, man, the more I listen to this Padre radio team, and it's Scan, yeah. Junior, and Agler. Scan did something so good today when they were talking about Manny, Dave, and, and it was a situation, and Agler set him up beautifully. He said, um, he said Bob, you know, this idea that the fans always say the media that we're not going to let Manny hurt you, right? Or Manny or whoever, fill in the blank. Yeah. Could be a guy on any team. We're not going to let this. The predict- big bat. That's the what big say. bat. Don't let right. the big bat hurt you. We're not going to let this particular guy beat us. Uh, Agler asked Scan today, is that legit? Like in the meetings? And Bob said, he goes, yeah, there's some truth to that. And he said, if I was on the mound and I'm facing Manny, he said in the first inning, if a low inside fastball, really inside fastball, he yeah. didn't even say low, but he just said inside fastball is the pitch that Manny, right, makes his money on. And that first at bat, I'm going to make sure I throw him that exact pitch. Yeah. The inside fastball. And he said, the reason I'm going to do that at that point is if he gets a hold of it, it's one nothing. But he said, more importantly, the reason why I'm going to do that is when the games later on, and if we made up again, and now there's two guys on, there's no chance that I'm throwing that pitch again 
But you're hoping because Manny saw it in the earlier thinking cut. about it. could be coming. Here it comes. He threw it. Yeah. And he said that applies for every hitter, not yeah. just Manny. But it's really good. You know, the, the insight that you get. Yeah. That, that, and those kind of things. So, yeah. I do but, the same thing when I call pitches for high school kids. I mean, yeah. it, and I know it's high school, but like, as I said, the kid across the street went number four last year. We struck him out twice. I'm yeah. proud of it. You know why? Because we showed him everything. In the and game. You, you game don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to throw it for strike either. You just got to show it so he thinks it. Shit, is the fastball inside coming or the fastball yeah. high or whatever? Is it is it coming? And then you're right. You're trying to get into his head. He's thinking one of four pitches could be coming my way in anything because Manny is a, is a unique player. The big bat guys yeah. are the all-stars in the future Hall of Famers for a reason because they are great. Now, now here's the deal. When he said he'd throw that pitch, I didn't hear Scan say it. When he said he'd throw that pitch, would he throw it for a strike? Oh, uh, yeah. God dang it. That's crazy. To, yeah, to, I mean, that's I mean, what he's trying to do. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, dude, you might be down one nothing in the first. Good yeah. job, asshole. Maybe that's why you're working with those guys instead of uh, in a Hall of Fame career. He had a Hall of Fame career. He does. <laughs> so it's high school Hall of Fame. Did he make that high school do, Hall of Fame like do Grant? Some, do some homework. Like Grant? Yeah. Joliet Catholic. <laughs> but, I mean, I look at this team, Dave, and you go, okay, let's go around right now. First yeah. base sucks. You need a new first baseman. Luke Voigt sucked at first yesterday. Oh, boy. Uh, You need a right fielder. You need a center fielder. You need a left fielder. Yeah. So right now, the first four positions we said you'd need. You forgot catcher. Well, I was just going to say, you could probably use help at catcher. sure could. So now we're five for five. And I think you're fine with Cronenworth, eventually Tatis, when he gets back September 1st, and Machado. Yes. Cronenworth has earned staying with Cronenworth. Yeah. Kind of like the Dodgers are doing with Bellinger and Muncie, even though you're sitting yeah. there going, holy fuck. But yeah, Cronenworth right now is not having the year you thought he was going to have. No. Maybe that changes. Who knows? You hope. More than halfway through the season, not very good. So at this point, what do you have to trade to improve this team? Is it Abrams? You have Abrams, you have Camposano, right? You have Hassel. Yeah. I mean, you got to move everything, that's, right, at this point. If, if you're going for it, right? If you're going for it. I mean, there. Are, here's the deal with the added teams in the playoffs this year. It's a lot harder to make trades. I yeah. mean, the Baltimore Orioles think they're in it. Yeah. You know, the Seattle Mariners think they're in it. There's a lot of teams that think they're in it all of a sudden. Now, the Angels at the same time will tell you we aren't in it, but they aren't trading Otani or, or Trout and Radon's out for the year. Right. They aren't trading their guys, and they don't have anything else to trade. The Angels are going to suck. So, who do you want off the off some of these teams? I do it all the time. I go, all right, who do you want? Who thinks they're out of it? Yeah. Now, the Chicago Cubs, for example, they're out of it. Right? Yeah. Is there anyone on the Cubs that you go, there's a veteran you want? Well, Wilson Contreras is the catcher that He's the guy. everybody wants. Yeah. Okay. Now, what are you willing to give up for him? Camposano. And that's, well, they're going to want more. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and what difference is, is Contreras going to make day to day? Right? Yeah. He's going to help. I mean, you're going to have to put Nola in that deal, right? Well, With Noah. I mean, is Nola. You hope. I mean, who wants Nola? Do you want Nola if you're another team? Dude, if you're the Twins and they told you you got Nola? I thought we were going to come in here tonight and see Ty France on the All-Star team. He got completely jobbed. Well, he's been busted up. But, yeah, he definitely was an All-Star, you know? And he will be. Yes. And. I mean, are you disappointed that the, we're all over the place, but are you disappointed that the Padres only had two? Nah, no. Yeah, I mean, here's the here's the deal. They're, every team can complain. And every yeah. team has to have a guy represent. Yeah. No, I'm um, no, I'm fine with the guys that that made it. Yeah, I mean the guy. I think that you know, for let's say if you're a Padre fan, you're like, well, I thought maybe we'd have another pitcher in there, right? You think maybe a Darvish would be in there? Yeah, 
It's all right. And so, you know, Rodgers with 23 saves, you're thinking he's, he's a guy that, that might have had an opportunity no. to get in there. And then you go, well, he didn't get a chance. Freddie Freeman didn't make it. Right. You know, here's a guy hitting over 300, went four for five today again, and and has multiple home runs or double digits in home runs. He didn't make it either. CJ Crone, you got to put a Rocky yeah. in there. Yeah. So, no, I was happy Manny made it. I would have been bummed yeah. if Musgrove didn't make it. Really, I mean, at this point, they're the two all-stars on the team. I agree. And, again, it's a show. The whole thing's a goddamn show, right? Yeah. And that's where, that's where you're at right now. So, But $230 million, man. You've know, you got a whole lot more questions than you got answers. And here's, I'm going to ask you as a longtime Padre fan, because this was the talk the first month of the season. Man, right now, we would have the Cy Young Award winner, we'd have the MVP, and we'd have the Rookie of the Year. Padre fans would say that, right? Yeah. First month to six weeks, man, we have Mackenzie Gore who's going to win the rookie of the year. Yeah. You got Manny Machado, he's the MVP, and you got Joe Musgrove, he's your Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. But you as a Padre fan who's been a fan forever, you have to be thinking, fuck all that shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't get the incentives in my contract. Yeah. I want my team to win a championship, yeah. and that's all that matters. These individual yeah. awards are bullshit. So hey, angry coach said, hey. the other day. Did you hear angry coach? <laughs> no, I didn't hear him. Hey, I don't want to be one more one and win. Sorry, folks. We need to win it all, or it's a big failure. I was like, you are angry. <laughs> Calm down. You like angry coach, though. I love angry coach, but he's right. Yes. But everything, Dave, is just one big, aren't we having fun, selfies at the ballpark. And so, I don't know, man. You know, maybe it's at the point right now where it is a great time out there. Oh, it I had is. a great time Thursday night. Okay, so a couple things on that. By the way, the the guy who should have made the All Star team, you're gonna say, "Oh, he's a Dodger." Tyler Anderson's nine and one. How do you not make yeah. the All Star team? Yeah, um, sucks. Whatever, doesn't matter. I don't care. Again, he makes the major league minimum. I don't give a shit. So I was at Dodger Stadium last night. Yeah, and there's a guy right by us who says, "I'm a diehard Dodger fan. By far the best ballpark in baseball is Petco Park." He oh, says, nice. He says. And the guy next to him goes, how can you fucking say that you're a Dodger fan? He goes, no, I love the history. He goes, yeah. best ballparks, Petco Park. I don't disagree. I'll be honest with you. As a guy that, that have a shitload of memories and fell in love with the baseball at Dodger Stadium, I agree with that. From everything I've seen in the different ballparks, and I'm going to a few of them this year, a few more that I haven't, like Camden and yeah. City Field and those I hear are great. Petco Park is, is outstanding. Now we need that right. World Series team. You need to yeah. start building the history of that park, not yeah. the Anthony Rizzo was gone after fucking 50 games, the bullshit jokes. You you need to start building the history of Tony Gwynn didn't even play there. You can't look no. in right field and go, Tony Gwynn played there. No, it was cool with Larry in town the other night and, yeah. and thinking like, it's amazing think that place is almost 20 years old. All right, I got a million questions about that night. All right. That's why I was almost like, fuck, I wish we had a show on Thursday so we could talk about it, but you were, you were there. From me watching it on television, and I recorded it, and I watched it live, and the whole deal, mm-hmm. I was disappointed on a few things. I was disappointed when they announced the people that were there, because I know you and I, Jeff and I actually know both guys that went in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Couldn't right. be happier for them. Yeah. I wanted to see who the people that were important enough to them to be on the field, who they were, and where who was there. Like We know yeah. Ted's kids, but I haven't seen Ted's kids in a million years. Yeah. And I recognize some from Facebook, but yeah. I wanted to see some of the older ones. Yeah. Nobody outside of Trevor stood up. To show their face to say, I'm here. You know what I mean? And yeah, you I saw see- your post. I was trying to think if anybody did. No, just Trevor. You couldn't see anybody. And you knew, obviously, oh, yeah. Jerry Coleman's. Um, Jerry Coleman's. Maggie and Chelsea. That was, that was cool. That, that was cool. Then I, I realized. Seen Chelsea since she's a kid. Yeah. 
That was cool. Dude, it is nuts. And then you, that was cool. Then I realized it took me this many years to figure it out that Jerry Coleman's initials are JFC, which kind of made me laugh. But anyway, so you sit there and you go, <laughs> here we go. Who's who? And then Ted gets up and Ted's great. But then uh, Sadler took a shot. I didn't like it. Took did, a shot at, at Ted. When Sidler? It, Sidler did when he introduced Larry. He goes, now the guy that people really want to hear from. And then he introduced Larry Lucchino. Like, enough of Ted. And then Larry made a joke about Ted taking all his fucking time. Well, Ted time. did. Ted went forever. Yeah. I don't think Sidler meant anything. Then what the hell is that supposed to mean? Kevin Durant, remember when he got yeah. shit on at the Warriors parade? Dude, He's like, what the, the fuck? Thing, I'll tell you what, what happened almost twice is Pete and Ted... Both times. Knock that shit over? Knock those pictures <laughs> over. Whatever those pictures are supposed to see. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. No, he, uh, Pete Seidler was great. But I thought that was bizarre to say. Well, yeah. Now with a guy that people really. You're a weird really, guy. Really, uh, you are a if weird If you guy. got up there and spoke for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then, it, then now I'm going in after you. And then they go, Dave Sniff says it. And now the guy that people really want to hear from. You'd yeah. go, hey, what the fuck? I just gave you 10 good minutes. Yeah, but when you had two scheduled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What the, what the hell happened there? Fuck it. Ted's going to know. What, it, what, it was a weird we thing to, to say. What is, yeah, what's Ted? Well, the, if you're the starting pitcher, imagine if you're Max Scherzer. Yeah. What the fuck? You just start throwing while people are on the field? Yeah, I think they I think they told everybody it's a 7 o'clock start. Like, we all got was there. Was it 640 on the schedule? It said 640, okay. but. I didn't, but, I had no idea. No, they weren't, they weren't. Then people said it went long, and I was like, I had no fucking idea. No, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Um. It was really cool to see everybody there and and you know, just seeing Ted. I thought Ted <laughs> Ted was so funny. Like coming back up, did you see when he came back up because he forgot to thank? Oh yeah. And if you watch, it was really funny. Ted just being Ted while Lucchino is speaking. You could see Ted in the background, like cursing at himself because he realizes he forgets uh, Agler and Junior. Yeah. We know Agler and Junior very well. They don't give a shit. It wasn't like he forgot his wife at the Academy Awards like you see people do. They were all into it. <laughs> but but Ted wanted to do it right. Ted did great, man. That was really cool. And Lucino, Luke, and because I started working on Ted's show in 95 and worked on his show all the way until we started in 98. Yeah. Lucino would bust Ted's balls every day. Always busting Ted's balls. So, yeah, when he came on, that's what I said to Ted later. I go, I love that Lucino continues to bust your balls 30 years later. And I, I texted Ted afterwards, and I said, hey, man, that was great. I'm glad I was here for that. That was great. And he said, yeah, he said it was really special. You know, he said yeah, it was imagine. really special for him. It was him. kind of a swan song. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. I mean, he's in his 70s. He's, yeah. You know, I, I know he would never say this out loud, but we know Ted was hoping one day, right? Cooperstown. Yeah. And then uh, and then maybe the 50 years or whatever the number in his head was. But it ended before he wanted yeah. it to end. It didn't end the way he wanted it to end. No. And, and I get all that. And it'd be one thing if the broadcast took a severe dip after he left. And then you'd be like, well, Ted should be there. And those guys are doing a great job. And Ted knows that. Yeah. Ted said that on you know, here in, in other places. And and those guys, you saw what uh, Agler did for him. When when Machado hits the home run, he says, hey, Ted, that was crushed. 
Oh no, did no. Ted's home run call for him. Oh no, no, no. Dude, I didn't, that I didn't, was great. I didn't hear man. that on, on radio. He did that. Yeah. Oh no, it, I didn't hear the radio call. I, it, I watched him with Don and Mud. Yeah, did it. Uh, did it for Ted. And and obviously Junior has a good relationship. And a lot of times, man, you come in and replace a guy, and you you want to make it all about you. And uh, and Agler's been dude. He's stand up dude, man. That was cool. Yeah. And and the broadcast is really really good. No, the broadcast is very good. And uh, I mean, TV is good. Radio is good. There's, there's no miss there. Um, and we just know Ted. We know Ted would have preferred to stay. You yeah. know, he, he didn't walk away like Vince Scully walked away. Yeah. Booney. <laughs> Sorry. Is that the guy he lit up before? Looks like the yeah. same guy. We're watching Aaron Boone just go nuts. Same goddamn hand gestures. Goddamn, he's great. <laughs> I love Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone, how many... Uh, Aaron Boone continues to be the manager of the Yankees forever. Yeah, hell, they almost blew him out last year, remember? After he was the first manager in Yankee history to win 100 games his first two years, and then they almost blew him out a year ago. And then I was listening to the podcast that Brett does with the other brother yeah. that, that didn't make it to uh, all the way to Major League Baseball, was drafted but didn't make it. And one of the questions on there was, how many people ask you to get tickets uh, to Yankee games? And Brett's answer was, well, great. Do you have Aaron's number? And yeah. then his brother was like, hey, great, go on StubHub. He goes, I'm not helping you with shit. Yeah. And it made me laugh because, again, I'm headed to Yankee Stadium this yeah. year. I was like, fuck, I heard that. I'm not asking Brett for shit. He's no already way. helped me out once. Yeah. Oh, you will. I don't have a JoJo in my pocket. Yeah, you fucking free. Hey, you know, that's the other thing. Hey, fuck all you guys with your. I didn't say shit. Yes. Poor you JoJo did. got his feelings he hurt. He did. He wrote me. He said, dude, everyone's yelling at me. Fuck everybody. <laughs> I. I would have bought tickets. I was ready to buy. We were going to go the KFMB thing. Yes. That, of course, got fucked up. Big shock, right? Poor Frank. As Frank. I was like, do you have a decent night? And we just wanted to go to the game. So JoJo goes, hey, I'll get you three tickets. I yeah. said, dude, that's great. We get to go. It's blanket night. Did you get your blanket? Yeah. You're one of the first 35,000 in? Yeah. Okay. So we go in, and it's me, Jack, and Cade. We we park. We go to Doghouse, get dinner. We walk in, and it's just, look, man, at this point, I, I went to dinner with their mom last night, and we were talking about the fact that there's three years left, right? And oh, yeah. then it's college. And so at this point, she was saying it. I said it. Any chance you get to hang with your boys, you do it. And I thank everybody that was really, really nice that saw the pictures and were like, hey, we've got seats here. We've got seats here. I, I can't say it enough. Well, we were just having a great time, the three of us hanging out. And and we didn't give a fuck where we were. And the seats were great. You could watch. Everything was developing in front of us. But then a bunch of you fuckheads like you <laughs> that aren't even there. Yeah. I start giving shit to a guy that gave me tickets for free. Yeah. Dude, those tickets, we were, I go, hey, let's go in game time. Dude, the tickets are selling for 50 bucks a shot. I go, this fucker saved me 200 bucks and all these morons sitting at home are talking shit. Yes. Okay. That's what we do. You listen to this show. Great. Next time shocked? we're going to a game, you can get me free tickets that can be better. So show what, show this, JoJo how to do it. What's this free ticket? I don't work for the pods. JoJo's only had one job his whole life. He's worked for the Padres since he was 14. Good resume. <laughs> one job. So then he's like, poor guy, he sends me a text. He he's like, I'm bad. getting killed. 
I go, you're getting killed by Dave, who's a douche. I'm not saying shit. I'm having a great night. He loved it. He's part of the game. Come on. He's absolutely fine. I go, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Dude, he goes, no, fine. But he had to tell me he was getting killed. Made me laugh. Yeah. Not by me. I want to point it out again. Yeah, not of by course. me. The guy, by the way, I wanted to point this out to you. You bring up all the time that I'm the king of free tickets. You're the king of free tickets. I didn't ask for anything. You, you asked for everything. You get free tickets everything. all the time. You always got your hand out, your little fucking really? raccoon hand. I don't hand. see you doing, stop. I don't see you doing, I'm good. I got it. I'll pay my way. I do. Awesome. No, you don't. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. You know what sucks? Yeah. Last week you were at the Dodger game, and you looked like you were sitting so fucking high. No, and that was when we moved. Our seats originally were in the MVP section, directly behind home plate. And you moved all the way down left field? Why? I told you. Well, do you fucking, are no, you I didn't, cocaine? I didn't listen I to shit. I literally said, what? we're sitting there, yeah. and everybody is jammed in because we ended up being in the shade. We didn't know we were in the shade. It's about 110 degrees, and everybody is jammed in by us. We're in the MVP section. We're directly behind home plate. Um, second level. Or, I mean, they said it's like level seven when you're in the elevator. But, dude, we're right on top of home plate. And so we're watching, hanging out. But everybody just stinks like garlic and every. Everyone right? loves his garlic fries. And people are up. And, dude, this was going on at the Padre game, too. It, it's Dodgers Stadium. It's Padre game. Fuck, man. Do you guys go to the game to watch the game, or do you go to the game to fuck off? And there are Padre more games people that go to fuck off, for sure. Getting up. Fuck, dude. It's the greatest part like, in town. There was like 10 college kids in front of us. Yeah. And the girls were literally up and in two times an inning. Like, sit the fuck down. Go get the fuck. Go the local, you fucking idiot. So it was the same thing at Dodgers Stadium. We're there, and it's just constant up and out, up and out. So we're behind home plate, and my son goes, the entire left field is wide open. I go, I know, it's kind of funny. He goes, yeah, but if a foul ball goes up there, he goes, I could get it. Yeah. I was like, dude, it's your day. I've been here a thousand times. He goes, let's go hang up there. So then we moved and sat up behind the foul pole. I literally was in the same seats last night. In down left field? Yeah, well, it was not on purpose. It was, so Josh bought... Like eight tickets, okay? So he fucked you guys, and got so, shitty seats? And so, no, Josh, they weren't in the same section. Josh was on the first base side. Okay. My bunch of friends of mine from high school, we met up. We we're on the third base side. I sat yeah. with them. Josh was with his girlfriend and her cousin, and they sat, like, front row um, on the on the first base side. Yeah. Dude, literally, <laughs> and, and those guys paid for the tickets that Josh had. Yeah. And I go, dude, I think Josh has played three-card Monte with you guys. Like, he completely fucked you. It was like 43 bucks a ticket. Yeah. And I said, before you guys even say a fucking word, because I know they're thinking, hey, I thought we were between third and first base somewhere. Yeah. I go, have you ever seen the top of the foul pole? I mean, we were up there pretty fucking yeah. high. And, the last and, section, all yeah, the way over. Oh, my God, dude. It was, but you know what? For us, we haven't seen each other in years. Yeah. And we kind of, it was just catching up. And so it was, it was a great time going out there. I did walk in. <laughs> I pulled this move. I walked in with a can of dip in my hand, okay? Okay. And you go through at Dodger Stadium. It's not like you take your keys and everything in your wallet and you throw it in that, that bowl. Yeah. You walk in and you put your hands above your head. You know what I'm talking about? I think I had the bowl. Okay. We didn't have the bowl. So they go, put your hands above your head and walk through. Well, I walk through with my keys in my left hand and I have a can of dip in my left hand. Oh. And the LAPD goes, hey, you got to throw that out. He goes, only two parks in Major League Baseball that are tobacco-free. This is one of them. Oh. 
And I was like, shit. So I, I reached in that thing to throw like the biggest dip in ever in my mouth. Yeah. You throw that fucking dip in your mouth, I'll throw you the fuck out of here. Good. <laughs> the Good. at me. Dude, I almost started crying. I was just like, fuck. And I had to flip that thing right in the trash. Good. I wish you would have tasted $10 right in the goddamn Good. trash. Good. Son How about those bitch. shitty Dodger dogs? You have and, one? Dude, I did have one. It wasn't they're, that. It wasn't they're, bad. They're shitty. Oh, no, it wasn't. Shut up. I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, it tasted course. like Farmer John. They say they're, they're not Farmer not. John anymore. You fucking liar. Loved it. Shut up. I went to Pink's and then I turned around and went, of course you <laughs> went, to, went to Dodger Stadium Why'd you go to Carney's? Later. I told you. Because Josh and his girl wanted to go to Pink's. It was an hour wait. It was fine. It was fine. You waited an hour? An hour in line, yeah. Dude, I had a great day yesterday. Got up super ass early. Did Rita go? No, she was here. Rita and I are going this next weekend. Her and I are going. Okay. So it was, it was Josh, his girlfriend, her cousin, me. Okay. We shoot up uh, early. We go straight to Venice Beach. Nice. We rent bikes. We go drive in uh, from Venice all the way through Santa Monica Pier, past, yeah. the, past the pier. I'm singing the oh, theme song to Three's Company the whole time. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm kidding. What? What'd you say? I was like, how's that sound, miserable Padre fan? <laughs> so we, uh, we do that for about an hour, come back. The whole deal, we walk Venice for a little bit, um, shoot over to Pink's Hot Dogs, Yep. eat, Beverly Center, boom, Dodger Stadium. The day went by super fast. Had a great day. And we're back, home by, back home by 11 o'clock. Beverly Center's been dead for 20 Dude, years. Dude, there's nothing in there. Go to the Grove. There's nothing. This is where they wanted to go. It wasn't my day, just like you said to your son. Come on. I've been here a thousand fun. times. Come on. That was it. So we went to, uh, it, was, it was like the fastest day ever, but it was a good day. All right, next week, take Rita to the Grove. Don't tell me where the, to take her. I just did. <laughs> Imagine I start telling you where to take Fita. Yeah. I know you guys get together on July 5th every year, you but know we this did? is where you should go. Dude, I'll tell you what we did last night. It was okay. so fun. We went old school. Bullies, Mission Valley. I've never been to Bullies. Dude, it was so good, man. Old, yeah, what did it you was order? really fun. Uh, I was like, it was funny because we walked in. I, uh, how fucked up are we? Like, divorced. Yeah. And you go out and celebrate. I was like, oh, it's 15 years. Did you actually celebrate? Celebrate? Yeah. Did you, like, get the dessert, a cake? This is a... Or, well, yeah, like, cake. what the fuck are you talking about? What do you well, mean you celebrate? We went out to dinner. But did you tell the waitress, hey, it's our non-anniversary? No, no, no. We're not okay. doing anything. We were never like that. We just did it for us. Okay. So we went, and you've Where never been to kids? Bullies? Where they, were the kids? They went to, uh, it was their buddy's birthday, and they went to the local pro wrestling show. There's a pro wrestling um, school on El Cajon Boulevard. Their buddy whose birthday it is, is a diehard wrestling fan. Yeah. They're like six kids from Helix, and they all went to the wrestling show. Okay. So they were, this young man's family had him over for round table, drove everybody up to the wrestling, then brought him back for cake afterwards. So they were gone to like 10. So, dude, we went to Bullies. Now- Dave, I'm telling you, if you go there, it's old school, man. Like, there used to be La Jolla, Del Mar, Carlsbad, right? Mission Valley. You go in, all the old jerseys are still on the wall. It's like it's like walking back into 1984, but the food's incredible. But a lot of times you just go and you get a burger. The bully burger's great or a sandwich. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, do it right, man. So we had steaks and had a couple of drinks, and it was great. We had an absolute blast. You don't want to go to that place where they cut your tie off if you walk in there? <laughs> Pinnacle Peak? Is that, is that place still around? Fuck no. Once Warndell left town, it, <laughs> it was Billy's place. But, uh, yeah, man. My favorite radio commercial has to be... The, Frank Metaraki? That's it. 
the limo one. The chat Do they have a limo company still in town? Like, I don't even know. Get a limo? I don't. I don't even know. Trust me, I know my way around a limousine. Call my good friend Frank Metaraki. You're like, oh, you guys couldn't be tighter. <laughs> you guys could not be any fucking tighter. But yeah, good time, man. You gotta go, uh, dude. Someday. Well, that's such a drive for you, though. How long would it take you to get from here to Mission Valley? It's not long. Twenty minutes. It's not long. It's not long. Yeah, I go to Mr. Valley all the time. Yeah, no, no. Because we were going to go, and and I don't know, maybe it's just at the point where we are, but any of these places that you go where if you wanted to go Fleming's or Ruth's Chris, Lou and Mickey's, any of these places downtown, everything now is a la carte. So you're paying 60 bucks for the steak. You're paying 15 for a side order, another 12 for a salad. You go, old school bullies, man. It's like 60 bucks to cover. <laughs> and you got a couple drinks, too? Yeah. Usually you want a guy that orders drinks. Guys celebrate, man. <laughs> I mean, Dave, it wasn't even so much. I, maybe celebration's the wrong word. But it was just kind of like an appreciation to go, hey, you know, it is what it is. But we were talking about it last night and just saying that they're – you know, I think all parents go through it. A bunch of parents right now, you get what it is. And and they're in 10th grade. And my one son's running cross country. My other son's playing football. Practice uh, at the same time? No. Kate's at practice every morning at 7. Jack's got football in the afternoon. And, uh, and so they're doing their thing. But, you know, their buddies call and, and different shit happens. So now... If, I, I'm just curious. Cross country... Uh-huh. When are the races? Like, are they during the week? He said there's six meets, and okay. I don't know anything about it. I've I don't either. That's what I'm asking you. But he you. said that he was giving me the rundown the other day. There's like 11 kids on the team. He said a couple of buddies are doing it with him, and because he's run like four half marathons. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but we're stoked for him. When they practice, do they go to a park and just start running, no, or do they run around the neighborhood? Yeah, and I told his brother. Dude, the days when having a brother, you just need a brother to shut the fuck up. Because we go to dinner the other night, and I go, hey, man, like this, like, tell me your day. He goes, yeah. He goes, we get out there at 7, we run a mile, then we stretch. We stretch after you run. I go, how about you shut up, okay? It's not your story. Yeah. Shut up, okay? We'll ask you about getting beat on the post pattern in just a second. Okay, Jason Seahorn, calm down. <laughs> he goes, yeah, it's cool. And then I was like, it's pretty wild. And then I realized he and his mom run six miles on Tuesday, Thursday. Anyways, getting ready for the next half marathon they're doing. Yeah. So going out and running miles, he's Nothing. like, yeah, I'm good to go. Wow. So he's digging it. What's the furthest you've ever run in your life? Uh, 25 yards. <laughs> Down the aisle at Target. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's no way. Dude, but I hated running. Said, yeah, it wasn't my thing. You know, he goes, Dad, 5'6", 111 pounds. I think I'm going to get on the field at Helix. He's like, I'm changing up. Because at least yeah. here I can. And I go. No, and I'm not complaining about his, his no, choices. I, I'm saying I just don't know the rules. I don't know what, no, how it works. No, it's like I said to him. Because I was like, oh, dude, you know, your coach is Doug. Yeah. He goes, yeah, it was great. He goes, I loved it. But he goes, everybody else in my class got a lot bigger. Yeah. And I haven't. So I'm not going to get pancaked out there. Because you see the other guys were playing? Yeah, no shit. See these guys from well, Cathedral? Just imagine the guys in practice are, are enormous too, knocking yeah. the shit out of you. So, yeah, man, it's funny because he goes out, sees his coaches, and they all give him big, 
bear hugs. They're like, fuck yeah, we don't blame. That's oh, yeah. but it's cool. That's but, cool. Yeah, I'm all for it. try as many things as you can. Well, that's what we said. Keep going, right? Yes, absolutely. Do as many as you can. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why it's fun. Like so many of you that I follow on social media, um, we mentioned Ted's got a, a son. Teddy lives in Seattle. And he's been in a bunch of, he was in Little Shop of Horrors. He was in Greece, right? Yeah. You watch all those. We watch that kid grow up. He's not, he may not be playing baseball or football. May not be in karate. <laughs> but, but when you see him, Dave, doing that, right? Yeah. You get excited for him. Doesn't matter, man. Just get out and be a part of something, participate in something. So, yeah, I get excited for all of it. But, yeah, that's a, I was like, I was saying to his mom, well, what do we do? They go running seven miles. They take out, bang, the gun goes, and they're off. Then they disappear in the fucking woods. Where do you go? <laughs> is it a seven-mile race? Is that it? I have no idea how far it is. I don't have the slightest idea. <laughs> yeah. You're not, uh, I'm not Marty LaQuarrie. Who okay. are those guys that used to do those? Remember you'd have the track and field guys, right? Who yeah. are the track and field guys? Dwight Stones. Dwight Stones, the only guy I could think of. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> Mary Decker. Here's the funny thing: Zola Bud. I had a friend of mine who was the cross country coach at Eastlake High School. How, yeah. do you, how do you coach that? Okay, that's my question. He unfortunately just passed away. But honestly, God, what do you do? Are you just a babysitter? Like you just saying go? Make sure you drink water. What yeah. are you telling these kids? Make sure, make sure Boo Ridley's not out there yeah. in the woods. What the, what the hell? Do, what really? What do you tell a kid if you're a cross country coach? I don't know. Like I got it, a million questions for your kid now. At San Diego, they would go out to... And why only six races? I can't run every week? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the goddamn football team plays 11 games a year. Let's go. Yeah, they're like, Dave, we're just trying to keep this program alive, okay? <laughs> it's either this or the bagpipes. What do you want them to do, God yeah. dang it? Jesus Christ. But San Diego, I feel like they would take them out to like... I remember the yearbook, the... The pictures would always be them, like, running out of the trees. Yeah, yeah, always. Right? Yeah, like the movie uh, Meatballs. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. And then, uh, yeah, I don't, dude, I don't have the slightest clue. What if no. your kid told you, and look, if someone's listening right now, and as a kid that's doing exactly what I'm going to say, I never understood it. The color guard. I never understood the people that sat there at halftime with the guiding wooden guns. That just practice for like four hours a day. I don't I don't get that. I'd tell my kid, go get a job. What the fuck are we doing? I never listen, this is probably gonna offend some people. Sorry, we tell the truth around here. I told you Rogers was gonna suck, you didn't want to hear it. <laughs> wanna know the other thing that sucked? Weebelows. When I was a kid, <laughs> I'd be like third grade. Yeah. If you made it past Cub Scouts. Well, that's what I thought yeah. we were getting in. Yeah. Me and my my buddy Steve Roach. Yeah. I thought we were getting into uh, Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts. Scouts. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I was like, wow, I don't, what the fuck are we doing? Let's, let's go. So my poor mom, single mom, where, where would you go? Like Target or Kmart, right? You get get that a, shit? Yeah, you had to buy the shirt. Yeah, and I don't the, know where my mom bought it. I remember I was on the Cub Scouts it? for two years, yeah. I hated it. Remember? she And you'd have to get the numbers, like the 129 on the sleeve. Yeah, yeah, whatever your pack was. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I don't know where she got the fucking shirt. And then, or the so, scarf, and the guys that I knew that were in Scouts had like the blue shirt, yeah, and like the yellow. That's Cub Scouts with the yellow, yellow, right? And then they just wore like jeans. Yeah, that was what I had to do. So my then, dad made me do it. I hated it. So then we get signed up, and they're like, "Oh yeah, because you're in like third grade or fourth grade." Too old. 
You're in Weebelos. What the hell is this? What's this bullshit? Yeah. So there we go. And now it's like the plaid. We yeah, didn't yeah. get the it yellow. Plaid. You never see a gang wearing plaid. No. And then they're like, oh, and you got to go get the shorts and the dark socks. I was like, uh, no. To your knees. Right. Yeah. Dude, if and you did that and you had a picture. You look like I, Tom Bosley. I, I would pay $50,000 for I would. Picture. I'd publish it. <laughs> you look like Tom Bosley. And I said, uh, we're out. My mom was like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. It's, everything's plaid. These shorts. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> so I lasted one meeting. That was it. Oh, my God. And the, uh, you know what creeped me out? The guy who was, did this happen for you? The guy that was running it? Yeah, he's in the matching outfit. Yeah, yeah. The guy wears like the same Bob fucking Melvin. thing. Yeah, yeah. He's Bob Melvin. You're right. Like, he wears the uniform, but he's never going to play. You go, what the fuck? Yeah, and they had, I don't know, I swear they did some chant. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some fucking weird chant. I was like, this is a cult. <laughs> getting out of here. I'm not sacrificing a goddamn goat. Do you learn how to tiny knots? No, I was gone, dude. I, I can't tie a knot for shit. Like I don't even. I can't even tie a square knot. Yeah, I, I can. I can. I can. I can tie a knot in my shoelace and can't need to hand it to someone else to get it yeah. out. But I'm like, dude. Every time someone ties a knot, like I look at it on a boat. Yeah, like, I don't know how to do that. Oh, am I gonna whittle? <laughs> eh, get a Swiss Army knife, Dave. Yeah, people would have whittle. Yeah, yeah. They're, I'm gonna learn how to do that flint. Is it flint or flint? Yeah, flint. To start a fire. <laughs> You ever watch those fuckers on Survivor? They just sit yeah. there. They're like, oh, yeah, I've been practicing all summer. And then it starts raining. <laughs> They're all blistered. Fuck that. <laughs> Tom Hanks and Castaway yeah. bleeding and shit. Yeah. Nope. I lasted one meeting at Augsburg. Did he even get the graham crackers and the apple juice as a break? I don't think we got any of that. I think they passed around Grand Marnay. We just got fucked up. <laughs> I got a buddy of mine has two sons and the scouts is listening probably and going, you motherfucker. I yeah. hate you guys. Uh, well, you don't. You shouldn't hate us because you should get, I don't know. I don't want to say get your kids out of it because maybe it's fun. It was not for me. I hate it. As soon yeah. as I walked in and they were like, no, here, you get the plaid thing. My dad always talked about being in the Boy Scouts, how much he loved it. That's why he wanted me to do it. Then I started thinking... Dude, if I was the same age as like my dad, like we grew up together, there's yeah. no way we'd be friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? What else was he it's like, dork. I'm like, I'm going to be friends with him. Like, yeah, <laughs> I asked you that question on the show. I go, if you were in high school today, would you be friends with your kids? Yeah. I'd be friends with my kids. I wouldn't yeah. be friends with my dad. Yeah. And when he's like, hey, let's go shopping for knee high green wool yeah. socks. What'd you say, Lou? <laughs> would you even, was he Lou or Lewis? He was Lewis. In high school, he was Lewis. As he got older, he was Lou. I always hated that my mom's family always called him Louie. Like, Louie? No one calls him Louie. But I was like, Louie! Yeah. Louie and Big Lou. Big Lou? Like big that guy Lou. in the commercial? Yeah. He, well, he was a big dude. He was bigger than me. He was a, yeah. he was, he was a big guy. He was Big Lou. I loved your dad. I, I, would, I wish I knew that. I would completely have busted your dad's balls about being a scout. I oh, would have told you I quit. Fucking guy quit. I told him I quit, too. Guy only hung around for the soapbox derby. You know why I quit, Lou? And... and it's hard for me to admit, but I'm going to tell you why I quit the scouts. Because at one point in my life, I thought I might want to get laid. Yeah. <laughs> I might. I didn't know for sure, but I was pretty confident at age nine 
that that fucking plaid kerchief wasn't going to help me get it done. The one thing about my dad's... There was no genie pepper in my future <laughs> with that fucking thing on. The one thing about my dad's childhood that made me laugh, that, that kind of cracked me up, that him and his friends would do, they'd go get like these beater cars, like buy a car for like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then they would just smash into each other all the time, like pull into the, the drive-in or the fucking school parking lot like, and jack the other guy's car. Like until the they would do, Yeah, like, but all the time. Like it was just a running joke just to knock the shit out of each other with their cars until they didn't run anymore and they'd go buy another one. My dad um, grew up on a farm, small town in Minnesota. So let me think. It's, it was five kids. Yeah. Three boys, two girls. The youngest boy, my Uncle Chuck, working on the tractor, and the thing fires up and takes off his middle finger at the knuckle. I think he was, like, under 10. Jesus. And uh, I remember saying to my Uncle Jim, who was Eric Gruppner's football coach, that's pretty wild. He goes, ah. (laughs) Gave us a chance to start calling him Stump. Fucking kid, seven years yeah. old, loses his finger. He's been stump ever since. <laughs> Was it the fuck you finger? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Like the woodshop teacher. Take those two fucking fingers. I tell you this joke all the time. Why you pay five bucks a month, you cheap fucks. Dude, inflation everywhere. Maybe it is time to raise the price. A thousand a month. It's coming <laughs> August 1st. Get ready. Bring your ring finger, your middle finger in. Let your thumb touch so it looks like the hook'em horns. Put it up. You tell your friends, you know what that is? And they say what? You say that's a woodshop teacher trying to order four more beers. My Uncle Chuck's like disgusted. My Uncle Jim and my dad love it. Yeah. That's it. Josh does this move now. I always complimented you for the you always gave the sideways bird. Jeff yeah. Jeff it's not even worth my effort to go all the way up, so he just kind of gives the sideways bird. Yeah. Josh oh, does this move now. He like gives <laughs> He gives the finger, but he, with the other hand, he, he, points, he at points at it with the other one. Like, you hey, pay attention. Make sure, yeah, make sure you're paying attention. This is the fuck you I'm giving you right now. Fuck. That's, that's, a, <laughs> that's what a train wreck. He called a seven-year-old stump. That's not cool. No. That's the thing I, about it. You can't even throw a football anymore. It's over. Done. Yeah. Can't throw a curveball? <laughs> can't do shit. I got to ask him if that time's throwing in. Dave, that's a great question. Oh. I don't know. Oh, that sucks. I gotta think it is. I think a lot of people on farm though they lose something, right? Yeah. God, man, that's. I mean, sucks. my dad didn't. My uncle Jim, I don't think he didn't. But yeah, fucking stumped it. Is stump still alive? Yeah, great dude. Has like twelve kids. Jesus. God, man, great they, dude. You know what he's gonna tell you right why your dad didn't lose anything. They say your dad was lazy on the farm. I believe it because he got to work to actually lose something. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He worked. He just made you do the bullshit work. <laughs> That's why I got nine fingers, kid. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Don't forget about Brian Curry right now when everyone's looking to see where they're going to possibly move next. Right now, it has gone through your head. I guarantee it in the last few months. We are thinking, can I get the most for my house and get out of here? Is it time to find something better in a different neighborhood? Or is it maybe is it time to leave California? That's a topic that comes up all the time. The deal is, if you're looking to sell your home, no one's going to get you more money for, for it than Brian Curry. Also, no one's going to find you a better place to live if you want to stay in San Diego County. Make sure you call our good friend Brian Curry at 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Dave, you're seeing it slowly, slowly, slowly around town. Gas prices are starting to come down. Yeah. Now, we're actually excited because gas is under 6 bucks. 
I don't know. I guess it's better than going the other direction, right? But the question is, what else starts to come down? And would the housing market adjust and start to come back? I mean, you're starting to see more and more places. I was in La Mesa pretty much all weekend. You're starting to see a lot of places, apartments there having for rent signs up. So is the rental market changing? Is the housing market changing? Hard to say. What's it going to look like in the next five months to, to a year? Well, the guy who can help you answer that question is Brian Curry, because while rental prices will be coming down, do you really want to be paying somebody else's mortgage? Why not pay your own? Give Brian a call. See what is in the market for you today. See what the market's going to look like in a year and let the guy who's done it so well for 20 years help you out. That would be Brian Curry. Also, once you find that home, don't forget about that swimming pool. You're going to want that great pool. So many people are talking about, hey, I need to get that pool in the backyard. Things are expensive once you leave the house. How great would it be just to have a swimming pool in your backyard? If you already have a pool, guess what? Alan Taylor can make that a little bit better for you. But if you're looking to start brand new, it is worth the phone call to figure out what he can do for you. We said it last week, the TaylorMade pools, there's nothing like them. Completely different than anything you've seen. He'll walk you through the process. Also has available financing. Make sure you ask him about that. TaylorMade pools, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Before I came down here at my condo in La Mesa, and look, I moved out 2018. Don't spend a whole lot of time on the grounds, but spent the hour before we got down here. We did the show a little earlier tonight out at our pool. Yeah. It was great. My kids, their mom in the pool, and just hanging out there. And uh, my son told me a buddy of his said to him, Man, I hope you don't take this for granted. You should be out here every day. And my son was saying, yeah, they go back to school, I think August, what is it? Like August 4th. It's crazy, right? And uh, But I said, during the week now, no football, no cross country. How much are you getting out here? He goes, oh, we're out here at least three days a week, just goofing off. Well, if you don't have the benefit of having a community pool, why not put that tailor-made pool in your backyard? Dave mentioned that financing is available and man, it's just these summer days are nice and long, but they're incredibly hot too. Nothing like a pool to just change yes. the whole. No one has a bad day on the pool. I was just, you're exactly right. So if you want to see what one looks like, go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. If you click on the sponsor page, you can see for yourself what some of your neighbors have had done. Have that tailor-made pool put in for you. And uh, tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Don't forget about Dan Williams, Bar Smart, Two-Minute Tuesdays. Don't forget about his free videos he's going to give you on YouTube. Understanding your cost of debt. Would you like to be out of debt? Of course you would. There's so much stress that goes with owing people money. Guess what? Dan Williams can walk you through the process and get out of that. Your next step is let's get out of the rental market, help you find your own home. Dan Williams can do all this for you. He has been such a big help to Jeff and myself. We recommend that you call Dan Williams as soon as you can. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Dave, we talk about borrow smart, repay smart. And the, the thing that it teaches you, it, it teaches you that certain purchases you don't need to make. And it it really helps you control making buys that sound really fun. And then after you make it, you're like, oh boy, what am I doing? I told you last week, Dan and I made the decision to get rid of our King season tickets. Yeah. So thrilled that we did. Because while it's always fun to go to a, a pro sports game, really out of the 10 games that became available, there would have been two or three that we were excited about. And the other seven would have been a lot of money out the door that now stays in our wallet. Same thing happened to me today. 
you never worked in a liquor store, but no. a lot of people that did remember the movie that came out in the early nineties called Clerks. Did yeah. you ever see Clerks? Never saw it. Everyone tells me to see it. Never seen it. Movie is, is it in black great. and white? Yeah. Okay. Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, right? And it's just it's the story of these two buddies that work at the liquor store. Another guy's running the video store. And it, for the three years I spent at Santa Fe Liquor in Encinitas, my buddies always say, that movie isn't a comedy. It's a documentary, like WKR. Yeah. Right? Well, then they made Clerks 2. That, unfortunately, wasn't very good. And now they've made Clerks 3. And coming up, I think in September, Kevin Smith, the director is showing the movie at the Balboa Theater and then doing a Q&A afterwards, right? Immediately, I'm like, you know, this sounds pretty fun. Friend of mine, she remembers it, loved the movie. I'm like, I'm going to get two tickets. Hey, look at it, David, two tickets. It's like 130 bucks. Now I get it. It's Kevin Smith. It's pretty cool. And the whole thing. But I'm like, if the movie's shit, do I really want to sit around for a Q&A? To tell him it's shit? Is it yeah. worth it? No. Okay. So you make the decision, you go, you know what, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> I'll take it. I love Kevin Smith, but I'll take a chance to see him later. And it's, again, it's one of the rules you learned in borrow smart, repay smart. That money goes aside, and when you start tucking that money aside, it makes it a lot easier to buy a car. Yep. Makes it a lot easier to pay your bills, raise your credit score, and then eventually buy a house. And we've said this of late. Dan and Brian Curry are working together. Why not let them run the numbers for you? And see what your debt-to-income ratio is and see then if you can use that to your benefit so that if the market does adjust, you know what you and your family can afford. Give Dan a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Kyle Flicker is the person you want to talk to when it comes to your website. Kyle was nice enough today. Did you see what he did? No. Drove his mother up to Dodger Stadium oh, yeah. to see the Cubs. Started off really good for him. 5 nothing in the first, 8-3 in the Here third. Here we go, Mom. And they shit the bed. Oops. The Dodgers end up sweeping them. Oops. Won every game this year. Mommy, my driving, I'll be over here crying. <laughs> Kyle Fluger's a guy. He's not smart with picking the right baseball team, but he's extremely smart when it comes to your website and helping your business become even more valuable. Give him a call at 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Shout out to Flukes for being an incredible fantasy football commissioner. Nobody wanted to smack him around. Um, but yeah, uh, e-commerce continues... Uh, you see it everywhere. Elon Musk pulled out of Twitter, he but did. doesn't mean anything. Uh, so many people continue to make their money through uh, sales made on the website. If your website is not performing at the level you need, you need to give Flugs a call and see what can be done to change those numbers. Because I think, Dave, a lot of us got used to the habits we've um, settled into over the last three years. Absolutely. Here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? What I did was I picked a uh, number one guy. From every day we missed. Okay. Oh, okay. I like it. So July 7th, we're going Ringo Starr. I like Ringo. Paul McCartney just turned 80. I think Ringo's 78. 81. Oh, I didn't know. Wow. Yeah. Uh, boy, now this is where it gets interesting because he didn't write the songs, but he's part of the Beatles. I'm going to say 300 million, but I feel like I'm high. No, you're low, actually. Really? Yep. Want to try again? Yeah, I'll say six hundred million. No, no, no. You went crazy. Three hundred fifty million. Ah, good for him. Three hundred fifty million for Ringo. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> July eighth, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Uh, 
but uh, I think he was older than we expected. He is. When to we, me. Yeah. I'm going to say 66. 64. Okay. I'll say uh, $30 million. $45 million. All right. Tom Hanks, July 9th. So shitty is Colonel Tom Parker. And you know what pisses me off about go Tom ahead. Hanks? Yeah, go ahead. Dude, there's this great story I read today about the kid who plays Elvis. You yeah. got to go see the movie. I think we all need to fucking kick Tom Hanks's ass. Why can you say that? Tom Hanks has given you so many good movies. All right, let me tell you this, Dave. Okay? Tom Hanks did this to you because the kid played it off like it was great. Tom Hanks sent the kid a, a typewritten letter yeah. to him and wrote it as Colonel Tom Parker and then sent him the typewriter that he wrote it on and signed the typewriter. As Colonel Tom Parker? Yeah. He didn't sign it as Colonel Tom Parker. Did he sign it as Tom Hanks? No, he signed, he, that's what the kid said. He goes, he sent me a letter. Yeah, but did he sign it as Colonel Tom? Colonel Tom oh, Parker. That's ridiculous. And he's got some fucking hang-up with old-school typewriters. Yeah. And he collects them. Okay. Don't say okay like that. If fucking Sean Walchev came to you and was like, hey, guess what I've started doing, Dave? Collecting oven mitts? I'm collecting... Not not oven mitts. I'm collecting typewriters. You're going to be like, Sean, come on. I'll drive. We're going to get you somewhere. You need a little rest and relaxation. You've lost (laughs) your fucking mind. I wouldn't. Whatever what if, he's into. I don't know what to tell you. There's a bit like collect wrote, stamps. What if he wrote what if Sean used that same typewriter and wrote you a letter and signed it Branch Ricky? You're not gonna be like this fucking guy lost his mind. Austin Butler's dating Cindy Crawford's daughter. Is he? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You told me that last week. How does she look? <sighs> Amazing. Okay. And now he's like, hang on, baby. What's this? I got a letter from Colonel Tom Parker? Come on. Save your bullshit over there, okay? So half the, you're half the reason. You're the only guy that hates Tom Hanks. Everybody I, I loves Tom Hanks. I don't have Hanks. time for bullshit. Jesus Christ. Just be a good guy. Did you like James Conn? I love Jimmy Conn. I heard the most amazing thing about Jimmy Conn the other day. Well, you hang got, on. Let me tell you how old Tom Hanks go is ahead. and how old he is. Think you got it? Uh, I'm going to say Tom Hanks is 69 years old. 66. And I'm going to say he's worth... Um, Two hundred million. Four hundred million. He can buy as many typewriters as he wants. What a fucking. He can kid. buy the whole brother factory. And the ribbon. <laughs> the ribbon. You can buy the ribbon and all the fucking the white, white out. out. You <laughs> fucking dork. Go white ahead. out's another company that went under. You're like, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah. That BlackBerry <laughs> encyclopedia salesman and the people that sold that white would, out are like, what the fuck? Yeah. What if he just sent you a goddamn VHS, a VCR? Like that's a, I have as much use for a fucking beta player, Tom, as I do for this typewriter. And he signs it. So now you can't throw it away. Because somebody's going to find it and be like, what the hell is this? It's a goddamn signed typewriter. By Colonel Tom Parker. By Colonel Tom Parker. Just admit. If goddamn, uh, if A.J. Preller did that, you'd lose your shit. Because you such a kiss ass. Me, I can't stand AJ. What are you talking about? I rip no, that's all the what I'm time. saying. If if Preller, <laughs> yeah. if Preller sent a fucking letter to Ted, oh yeah, okay, and signs him the typewriter, and he signs it as goddamn Buzzy Bavasi, you'd be like, this guy lost his goddamn mind. We think he lost his mind anyway. Yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. James Con twice won, twice won New York City Italian American of the Year. 
Yeah. He's Jewish. He's not even Italian. He won the war twice. Jimmy Conn's not, not Italian. What? <laughs> Dude. How crazy is that? He's the man. Remember when Walt Weiss, the shortstop yeah. for the Rockies and Marlins, and I was a bench coach with the Braves? He yeah. Won, he won like the Colorado Jewish Athlete of the Year. He's not even Jewish. Jesus. <laughs> what the hell? How great was Jimmy Conn? Oh, my God. We lose Paulie? Yeah, Paul. I didn't Ray realize Paulie was really a mafia guy. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know he was Did part of Did you see the story from Terrence Winter? No. Terrence Winter was the writer on The Sopranos? Yeah. Said his first day, Paulie came up to him and said, hey, you're the new guy? And Terrence says, yeah. He goes, great. If I get one of these fucking scripts and I die, you die. <laughs> you know, he didn't die. <laughs> he never died. Paulie was great. All right, last one. July 10th, Sofia Vergara. Oh, boy. 50? 50. Um, say 80 million. $180 million. No shit. $180 million. Her. She makes a shitload of money as, uh, as an agent, too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she makes a ton yeah, of money. Cool as shit, that chick, right? How about that? Yeah. Hell, I remember when you and I used to get like Maxim or whatever those yeah. magazines were delivered. FHM. FHM. Right. Yeah, she was in that. Remember, she was dating A-Rod. Is that right? Yeah. Dude, she's cool. Yeah. There you go. All right, five random questions. Here we go. Okay. Could you be friends with a guy who only ordered soup every time you went out? <laughs> Josh asked me to ask you that question. Oh, no. No. How old would that get? The first time you'd go, what the fuck, right? Yeah. And then after a while, you look, dude, all right, I'm never going out with this guy Ever. again. This guy yeah. only orders soup. <laughs> no. Oh, we're going to Hodad's? Yeah. And the guy's like... Do you have a lobster bisque? Yeah. What? No, we're hoedads. You get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Answer's no. Would you rather make a phone call or send a text? Oh, that it 100% depends, depends on the person. Right? It does. Yeah. There's some people you really love to talk to. A lot of people yeah. are like, man, life's a lot easier just sending a text. Yeah, text is great. Yes. Uh, but there's a handful of people. Uh, obviously, I mean, your kids and... Yeah, it's just, I mean, you drive a lot, so I imagine I do, yeah. you catch up with people in the car, right? Yeah, it's yeah, great, man. Yeah, it's great. Me too. I do the same thing. Would you rather read a great book or watch an awesome movie? Uh, read a great book. I knew you'd say that. Yeah, read a great book. I'm, I'm reading a great one now. And then uh, Coyle gave me a great recommendation. I'm reading Lisa Ann's book right now. I got like three books going right now. It's pretty okay. cool. Finish I'm the Lisa Ann book. God hey, dang it. You know what? Lose the tone. Hey, buddy. That's only released Fair like warning. nine months ago. I know, man. But they, it's like, here's the thing, Dave. It's like, the easiest book to read, and I'm not even a reader. I know, but I hate I hate seeing bad things happen to good people. Yeah. Like, I, I get she came through it, but uh, kind of shit bumps you out. But, yeah, it's fun. Her book is great. It smells really good, too, when it shows up. <laughs> would you rather be the most popular person at school, or would you rather be the smartest person at school? Uh, oh, more popular. 100%. I'm with you. Being smart, fucking cares. I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. All right. When it comes to school, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. All right. Last question. Would you rather be the person who uh, put a stop to war or the person who ended world hunger? Uh, world hunger. I'm with you on that. Yeah, world hunger. Because world hunger, I mean, look, they both impact kids. Either one of them would be great, but world hunger would be great. I'm with, I'm with you on that. When are we coming back? Uh, we can go. 
this week's pretty wide open. So whenever we need, what's your schedule? You want to be back here Wednesday? Let's go. Uh, if we can, let's go Tuesday. All right, you want to go Tuesday night? Can you go Tuesday? Yeah, we'll be back here Tuesday. All right, good deal. See Look at that. We're, we actually finished the show. No one cares but you and me, but the sun's still out. Yeah, incredible. That's crazy. I like these early shows on Sunday. It worked out good. There you but go. yeah, we'll see you back here Tuesday night. All right.